0: Good, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Revelation Hour to another episode of Revelation Hour. It's been a while since we met with you guys. I think since August, I believe. Good morning, Marcia.
1: Good morning, sir.
0: How are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you. Good, How good, are you good. Doing? Yeah, very wonderful good. Wonderful morning.
0: Wonderful, wonderful morning. With the rain outside, wonderful. But it's good to be here again and to be back. And our apologies for taking so long to get back with you so many things happen as well mm. and different logistics that just uh, stop us to be able to meet with you but we are here and we are back but why don't we open up in prayer and give glory to our Lord
1: mm. Father we just thank you so much for today we thank you for this wonderful day um, As which we John, what we're saying with the rain outside but you know the plants and the flowers and you know the everything needs rain we need rain so we're thankful for the rain too so father we just pray that you will continue to have your way in with and through us this morning that you'll be glorified this morning and that you will speak through us to others this morning Let your will be done father we pray this in Jesus name
0: Amen. 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 Again, it's uh, lovely. Thanks for those who are with us on Zoom and those who are uh, listening on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, just to kind of recap uh, quite very quickly for those you can contact us. Obviously we have a Facebook page where also our live show on the Saturday goes through directly. We also got Twitter um inst- uh, we don't have instagram sorry i was going to say instagram we don't have instagram maybe we should yeah. um, I, I must expect maybe to our daughter the yeah. expert yeah. in social, social media, media. Yeah. maybe to look into this for us but anyway we can be rich on whatsapp as well we have so many things that's been taking place on whatsapp uh, during the time when we're not here as well so please uh, if you want to be part of our group whatsapp just let us know and we, we uh, you know we'll put you in and discussion comments videos articles you see everything there we also uh, obviously got youtube channels when you can actually watch our program and we have a website info www dot at www dot revelationary.co.uk i get mixed <laughs> up all the time uh all the time i'm trying to get these things right maybe one day i will uh, obviously right, before right. obviously before jesus returned that'd be great mm-hmm. uh, but anyway so this is it so you can reach out as well on our website uh if you want we're actually going to put over the next few weeks a few, uh, a couple of new documentaries that i'm um, just found out which probably would be a great interest for for our listeners and for you guys so please feel free to um do that when you can. Alright, so I'm just rushing because there's so much to talk about today, guys. Um so many things to go through. But we can't do that obviously without looking at what's going on in the latest news. So Mars, let's let me take you to those latest news and just tell me which one you would be happy to pick up. Let's have a look at this. So what's your um have a look at this? What what, what do you think? Which which one? We've got Oxford College apologized for Austin Christian events. We've got in Wales exodus from church after same sex blessing vote. We've got Brian Winston would have to step down over father's abuse. Uh, partly there's more allegation against Ailson Church. Oh, we've got the televangelist Kenneth Copeland in here that ask her people to fund private jet to avoid vaccine mandates. What's your take on uh, all of this? Wh- <laughs> which one would you go for? What about lead singer of Christian band Switchfoot express support for LGBT rights? You not sure?
1: Mm, what about the missionaries? Oh, the missionary, I, th- I think the thing is, with the, with all the other things, it's just, you know, it's it's, you know, it's, it's news, isn't it? certain news. Yeah. Pe- keep interesting then. On.
0: Church group requires missionary to get COVID-19 vaccine. Mm. Interesting. International Mission Board of the South Southern but ba- this convention has stated that ASPC missionary must be fully vaccinated. let me kind of put a, pose an, another question here, you know, obviously our missionary work is very important to reach out to the world in that mm. sense, but with all the different restrictions in terms of travel and some country requiring a, um, um a, a passport a mandate, how this is going to work?
1: That's the thing, and this is one of the questions that um, I was speaking to one of our missionaries, and they were just speaking about the fact that if they don't get the COVID vaccine or uh, vaccination, that um, they're going to have to be paying a lot of money to have all of these different tests done. And it, it all mounts up. And as we know, missionaries, they're missionaries, so they don't actually get a lot of money um, generally from, from, you know, they don't have a standard salary And if they have a standard salary, it's just, it's normally quite low. Mm. Um, but then it's like this conflict they want to do the work of jesus they want to go out and be able to reach the country this is what they're used to doing so it i think it's something um important um, to bear in mind and to pray for our missionaries Mm -hmm. really pray for them because as you say this can restrict the work um it can be something which is quite restrictive and also then the conflict of whether they do go ahead and then take the vaccine um, because it allows them still to go ahead and do the work. Mm. Um, because th- you know, their heart is just to go <laughs> to the nations. So they're like, okay, if I need to take it, I'll take it and God will deal with that. So mm. I think it, it's just this conflict for them, um, weighing up the finances do God, God will provide for all of their needs. Um, and then it's just like, okay, well, to be able to make sure the work is done, then shall, shall I take this? Um, so yeah I think it we it need s- to pray for s- that our I
0: definitely think so and, uh, and I think mm. I'm just wondering whether this is something that may have kind of been an oversight from, from our part in, in that sense the fact that now because of so many changes that's taking place obviously we're going to see that as we go through uh, mm. the program today but there's so many changing and the effect of those changes upon our activities and, and what we do as a church and as believers I mean we, we you know just give you another example here we've got a missionary with the uh, obviously, with the uh, vaccine as well, which is going to be quite a bit of an issue here, as you said, from a financial perspective, but also from a ethos perspective as well, yeah. and a spiritual yeah. perspective. Yeah. There's also many dynamics here that we mm. need to consider. That's why I but, say then, many prayer. but then when we look at that, for example, that is another issue, which is actually growing tremendously, which, mm. again, as we see, you know, exodus of, of believers, because yeah. you will expect now, true believers in Jesus Christ, to begin to kinda wondering what is taking place here in that sense. Yeah. And 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 I think that what we are seeing here is just a different aspect in society. We actually really you know, it affects the whole world, but from a Christian perspective we are now beginning to see changes being implemented. Mm -hmm. But we're
1: seeing the erosion the erosion the erosion of of, of Christian values and and this is what the enemy's been obviously trying to do since the beginning of time. Mm. So it's just like, you know, we're seeing the erosion of the values. So uh, that's why you're seeing exit because it's just like well this is not in line with, with god's word so mm. sorry i can't stand for this um but it's interesting that it's it's um in wales which is where so many of the fathers founding fathers of faith in this country came I mean, it was from. one of the great the revival, revival as took well. Place yeah. as well yeah, absolutely so it, it's it's really i mean on visiting wales it's just like when we went up there it was quite interesting wasn't it so it, it's um yeah it's 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 sad to see but also it's also highlights that we as 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 people of god we need to be very prayerful because there is contention in the spirit for territory Mm -hmm. you know um there is contention in the spirit and we need to contend for for what god has spoken to us Mm. about and for his kingdom we need to to for these territories as well absolutely
0: um now let me ask you this question to to kind of conclude, and and I, I know we we discussed about it years ago when another pastor's was asking his congregation to fund for private jet. Now these guys ask viewers to found for private jet to avoid vaccine mandates. Is it for him, or is it truly? Really th- 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 I mean, when you think about it.
1: But where yeah. is he going to go? It, because the thing is, every state, nearly I mean, he's
0: going to have to enter a state... Is he, is he
1: living on the jet? Or, you know, I don't uh, understand.
0: It, it's just a weird thing. It's a very, very weird thing to say. Uh, and, and that's that to understand his thinking behind it. But, you know, he's still, he still have to fly airspaces. And since he still have to be subject to rule and regulation. You know, in that sense. That's why I'm saying, is he going
1: to live on the jet? Because it keeps flying around. Because in most of the states, I mean, there's about, apparently I was reading about 16 of the states are are, Mm. are against this. But so is he going to be flying from state to state? Is he going to read? Well, this is what he says. He says
0: so you get into this situation. We are not going to let you fly unless you vaccinate. That's what he said. Well, to me, that's the mark of the beast. I think I think these guys truly and he said a couple later added that he did not mean to imply that the vaccine is a market base merely that restricting one's access to certain part of business due to its it is similar to what the market base will be later he also noted that i am not taking the vaccination but you can do what you want to do and it's a very interesting that he mentioned this so um now when asked for his reasoning for such a vehicle the televangelists say that they are integral to his work and that they help him avoid a barrage of unsolicited prayer requests that people ask of him while he's in public i, I don't
1: i don't understand that well, it's, it's always i mean the thing is with with regards to these things i try not to get into all of this because you know what happens sometimes is they mm. take um what do they say sound bites Mm -hmm. of the sound bites of of what he may have said and then yeah then they highlight these things Mm. and then it becomes something else and it's not it's taken out of context it's not really what he means no um he's said certain things but this this whole thing about the private jets and 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 televangelists and things has come up before and i really i just I think there's better things to be talking about, to be Absolutely, um, absolutely. There's so many other things going on in the world.
0: Well, this is the end of our latest news here. And I just just came back into our topic, as Master said, let this guy just uh, really try to find his own private jet and do what he can. Anyway, so going back to our mm-hmm. studies, we know, you know, we've talked about it for a long time, you know, about the world being built for the arrival of the Antichrist and, and really us, our focus has to be the the, the, ki- the kingdom of God per se in that sense now we always look into those scriptures in first peter 5 8 and second 2 corinthians 2:11 2, as well as psalm 119, 130 and second 2 timothy 2:15 2, which on one will say say for us to be very vigilant to the plan and the schism of the enemy which is one of the reason we're doing and on the other side as well, to know the Word of God, you know. Without knowing the Word of God, we can go to misunderstanding, misinterpretation of the Word of God. And sometimes when it comes to end-time prophecies, it's very easy to miscalculate events that supposed to take place because of a lack of understanding, a lack of revelation of the Word of God. So it's very important for us to know the Word of God in that sense. And really, what we've done... Over the last month, we looked at some of the big players, we haven't finished this series, but we felt that it was giving us a bit of an introduction to what kind of big players could be. Then we also beginning to look into the next superpowers, you know, which are truly defined as the United States, China, Russia and Europe. And we looked into China. we spent quite free good three four good weeks looking into china and I think I hope that that will help you to to gather further your 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 research on China understanding uh, the, the the very the importance of china play. Right now, as we hear today, and also when it comes to end time prophecies and later on as well, in essence, we still got to look into the United States and, and also looking into Russia and Europe, which are truly personally feeling that Europe is at the baby stage in that sense and they're still going through their own turmoil. But eventually, they would become they would grow to become extremely powerful. I truly believe that the Antichrist would actually would come from Europe in essence, that but that's another topic. So we felt really to, to kind of reintroduce Revelation after a few weeks to talk about what's not in 2021. And there has been a lot of things that's been taking place, which again is in correlation of how the world is moving toward a one world government in that sense, this, this kind of element of conflict. I mean last year we spoke about the different ways um, that the, the, the world was going to go through in that sense and, and I think that it's very important and very timely to begin to look into those aspects of it. So the first thing when we look into this, when we're talking what now is, my question is, is the lockdown over? Mm.
1: I think this is a question on everybody's heart, mind, lips. Mm. Um, The thing is, you know, in certain countries we can see, I'm sure we're gonna speak about that after that lockdown isn't over. Mm. Um, In England, they're saying that because of the economy, we can't afford to lock down, um, but we may see local lockdowns. So we may not see a countrywide lockdown, mm-hmm. but we may see local lockdowns being introduced yet again. Mm. So I think, you know, in, t- in the sense, is, is it over nationally? Possibly. Um, locally? Possibly not
0: very interesting because there's been rumors and discussion behind the scene that if what they're calling the Delta variant is beginning to continue to spread the way that is spread well they will have to revert to drastic um, measures. measures as well like they did before but what is interesting to look is this article that I find that according to the World Health Organization, the circulation of the Delta variant in areas of low vaccination is driving transmission of COVID-19 around the world. So we're talking about places such as New Zealand, for example. We have places in Sri Lanka, Australia, and Japan as well. So New Zealand, we it's been well documented that the Prime Minister, she basically put a full lockdown in that sense because she didn't want to see the Delta variant to peak now. Sri Lanka they announced a national lockdown on August 20th as well because infection uh, in hospital they were overwhelming the hospital as well morgues and crematorium in that sense. Australia we we well documented about the strict lockdown that's taking place in Australia, especially in Sydney and Melbourne, and people literally they can't come out if they come out they face with police, police restriction and so on and it's quite violent in those places. Japan, which been the Olympics lately, and also there was an element that infection a state of emergency because of the infection that was rising in, in Japan. So it kind of raised this question, you know, I mean many people here in the UK we have come back to some kind of normality in terms that we're now forced to wear masks or our shops and restaurants and bars and everything opens. But it kind of posed this question again is it a sense of false freedom that we're experiencing at the moment while there seem to be a rise in this new variant in other part of the world? Are there something more sinister?
1: The thing is, you know, when you actually read about the mutation of of, of viruses, you actually would see that this was actually going to happen anyway. Uh, The way that the virus mutates, viruses change. And this is why in the end, they stopped use of antibiotics uh, or they've limited really the use of antibiotics only really for emergencies will you see that doctors will give out antibiotics because against viruses, they don't work. You need to know the strain of virus. You Mm. need to know exactly what type of antibiotic to give for that virus. Now, it's quite interesting that we're taking a 2019 um, kind of vaccination against a variant that is taking place in 2021. Mm. I've always questioned this. It doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. Um, So therefore, what you'll find is that it will naturally, a virus is going to mutate. It's not going to remain the same. But what's happening now is they're talking about the different reasons why the virus is mutating at the rate that it is. Um, Also, we're talking about people who ha- who have been vaccinated you know how it actually mutate how how their reaction and their response is going to be to this type of variant because the variants are becoming stronger and stronger and stronger mm. and even before all of covid-19 when we spoke about viruses you w- they would say well we can't really treat them with antibiotics anymore because the 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 antibiotics now they're not really Effective against this type of virus. Mm. Did you hear that? Remember that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now, imagine COVID nineteen. Look at the rate at which it is actually mutating from two thousand and nineteen to two thousand and twenty one. They say it's quite a it's quite a powerful um, virus. So the way it's going to mutate is going to be quicker. It's it's actually going far more quickly than. Different viruses that we've seen—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's just really mutating. Now, taking that into consideration, we then open up countries around the world. We've got to open up, but also take into in con- consideration that people haven't even been in close contact with one another. Mm. They've had masks on. They've been covered up. They've been in—they've been in isolation. Then all of a sudden, you let people out into crowds um, without masks. What do you think is going to happen? Mm. Yeah. Bacteria is going to spread, viruses are going to spread. Even if it's not COVID-19, it's going to be some other type of virus because people haven't been in contact with one another. So as soon as you come in contact with one another, it's just like when you send your children to mm. to school for the first time. They go to nursery. All of a sudden, these children were healthy and then all of a sudden they come back every second with a cold or mm. with something that's what our systems have been like our systems are like baby systems because we've actually been locked down Mm. all of a sudden we've actually let out let loose again then we're exposed to all sorts so we're actually going to become ill (laughs) that's what's going to happen and scientists have actually spoken about this virologists have spoken about it um lots of people have biochemists have spoken about it that this is what's going to happen
0: so 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 that puts this next topic here is this kind of vaccine passport agenda here, which is quite very interesting. Um, as you're talking about this kind of the variant mutation and mm. potentially the, the, the questions raised in whether those vaccines are, are efficient to different type of mutation uh, that we're experiencing, that doesn't change. that doesn't change governments all over the world pushing for an agenda a vaccine passport agenda, which has been talked, we talked about it many times. There's been articles and also on a WhatsApp uh, group, which has been a lot of articles in that sense. But the interesting thing is that, for example, in the UK, they were looking to introduce it, and then they have to back down uh, because obviously um, the problem that they will be facing and also how easy it is to implement it. In a state, however, it's a different situation. Um, the, the president of the United States is really pushing for this mandate and vaccinated passport. Other parts of Europe are also pushing for the mandate of vaccine passport, basically, agenda. They haven't, actually, as a matter of fact, uh, let me rephrase this. The United States are pushing for a mandate vaccine, which means to force people to be vaccinated. In Europe, most of the people are encouraged to be vaccinated, but to be honest, some of them are now forced to be vaccinated because some of the employers now require some kind of identification for them to be able to come to work or to be able to apply for a certain position in that sense. So it seems that the mandate that we are looking into, first of all, is this kind of pushing everyone to be vaccinated then to be able to show that they be vaccinated using the vaccine passport agenda which in a way is another form of adi- identification but is another form of control in terms of showing knowing where people are and uh, where they are and what and the they are. This is a very interesting. This is We're not here to debate whether it is good or it is not right. I think you guys really don't know our position about it but what is interesting to see is what is actually creating in sense, and it's not about Vaxxers anti-vaxxers situation is now creating um, a divided of s- society. You know, which now we have been fighting. This world has been fighting against discrimination. You know, for segregation years. for mm. years, and now we are going into another type of segregation and and, and really uh, a discrimination and separation, which means now people are confronted to a situation in a workplace where you know they have to. F- Basically they have to decide that uh, you get vaccinated or you can't work. Which truly it poses again the other question, legality of this process as well, you know. Government tend not to say anything. The reason why they not gonna they leave it to the employer to decide uh, to put it in their employment law in that sense. But we've got to go deeper and just find out whether there is legality in this process at the moment and i think here in england it's particularly difficult because doesn't be passed into the 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 lord of the commons and all the all the house of the lord and so on so in that sense it hasn't been approved and I they have to back down but this is a topic in the UK that's going to come and go and go. I mean, they're looking in October to implement this vaccine passport in large venues, you know, like uh, um, concerts or sports venues in that sense. When that pass, how long do you think it will take for this to come to smaller venues, yeah, restaurants? As soon as you open the door. Exactly. That's it. You've, and that's you've, the given,
1: the, the, you've given the authority. And, and, you know, for me, I look at the whole thing, as, as you said, w- people probably know our our stance on this um but what someone said to me was quite interesting when we're talking about the whole segregation and um separation in societies As, you know it's happening in families it's happening oh. and what they s- it's happening in workplaces it's happening in friendship groups it's happening and what what they said is you know they'd rather not speak about it um but just continue to love people because what it's causing is separation and that's exactly what mm. the enemy wants. It's it's one of his tools Absolutely. Um, and, and and his, and it's mm. what he does to divide people. Mm. God brings people together you know the enemy separates and divides mm-hmm. so and that way he conquers and we've got to really remember that in all of this um, you know because the agenda as we all well know is far bigger than what we can see.
0: Absolutely I mean I was reading an article we, we've we got some through Uh, Footballers that contact us about this topic, and we. I was reading an article, um, was it yesterday? Just came through for the through some of the sky sports. And on Thursday, this Thursday, the Premier League bosses actually agreed to basically kind of force people in a way, footballers, you know, to encourage, but kind of strong encouragement, I will say. And that is still a nice word that I'm using here to take on the vaccine because there's such a low intake in footballers to take on the vaccine on for many reasons, yeah. health issues yeah. and so on. I mean, and these guys, and the they work un- so hard. Yeah, and the uncertainty as well of, you know, the side effect of those vaccines. And, and mm. I think it's not that like people are anti-vaccine. They just feel that there's not enough information in relation to this vaccine in terms of the side effect. There's mm. no... Enough uh, transitional period of time before we can actually admit this vaccine being administrated. And I think this is the problem. It's kind of been pushed on people. And the way that it's been pushed on people is by shutting down for them access of businesses, access Mm -hmm. of certain pleasures such as traveling to certain countries or access to certain areas Mm. as well. And I think in that sense, it is a way, and also you've got a whole agenda of pushing or helping others, you know, creating a better society in that sense. But it's creating at the moment a real division because of the mm. because number one of the people don't want to get vaccinated, number two the fact that now there's so many in our story that's beginning to emerge or some of the side effect into oh, this as well. Rea- and that's
1: a reaction to it. Yeah, so the footballers work very hard in terms of their fitness. And I think anyone who works hard in terms of their health or is very health conscious, is going to be conscious of what they put in their bodies. Mm. Um, it's just as simple as that. And it's not anti-vaxxing or anything like that. If you've been through anything with your body and you've had to kind of um, find, come to your own conclusions and, and find your own way in terms of your health and you'll really manage your health, you take care of your health you know, or it's part it's it's to do with your profession. Can you imagine if anything happens to a footballer, they put something in their body, they can't work again. Mm. <laughs> it's as simple as that. They can't work anymore. That's not just about them, it's about their their children, about their, their it's about their families. Mm-hmm. It's about their extended families because some people support their extended families. So it's not just about them. Mm. Um and it's just people have to think we as we've been saying people are thinking really deeply about about this whole subject because it is a personal choice which doesn't seem like it is a personal choice anymore um but it is a personal choice and i've said to people we have to really remain steadfast and really ask god for grace to stand for what we believe in because Mm. kenneth copeland said something that you know they said kind of took a soundbite and they said but the thing is, as he said, it basically what he was saying, he believes it's a precursor. Yeah,
0: it is. To we the we, we, t- we talked we about, about it. This. We spoke about it, and we what we are seeing right now is definitely precursor of a system, an antichrist system. Yep. You know, so we are now seeing the snippets of what is going to be like in those days mm. when these things are fully implemented. So this is something that I believe the Lord is showing us as well for us to be able to have an understanding and also to continue to, to pray and, and to prepare yeah. very importantly. So that's one aspect of it. The other aspect, which I think I created a big uproar here, was the uh, children vaccination. Now, this beginning to say that up to 16, up to 16, 18, 19, you know, you know should get vaccinated and they approved it and then also put on the top of it the caveat that... You know, if there's any conflict with the parents, you know, 16 year old can decide whether they want to get vaccinated as well. So they basically took the um authority, the parental authority, to be able to push that agenda. Now, lately, there's been approved of children vaccinated 12 to 16. Um, that will be start. I think it's starting now. To be honest, as we speak, so you will see in your schools. Uh, the implementation of those ones. Again, there was suggestion, you know, which is ridiculous from the um, F secretary that a child should be able to make his own decision when it comes to vaccine. I mean, how ridiculous is that? And again, it's taking the authority of parents. You know, we raise our children from the day that we're born. You just don't. And it's for me, I I just find it outrageous. And I'm just saying it. I completely outrageous that you will actually tell this on national TV that there are discussions potentially to give right for a 12-year-old to decide to get vaccinated or not without the consent of your parents or potentially just if your parents say no and, and they're looking at they using, if we feel the children going through a test and is capable to understand the, the parameters and, and when it concerns the vaccine and they still want to get a vaccine, we believe that it should, you know, take the vaccine regardless of what the parents are saying.
1: So they could coax and encourage a child it's to bizarre. actually be able to take it. So the thing is, it's it's one of these things, I think, um, and I, I, I've said from the beginning, you know, when people used to ask me, I think I used to sit on the fence a lot and just say, well, it's up to you. Um, I still say that because it's a person's choice, I'm not God, you know, so um, it's it's your choice as to what you do with regards to this. But the thing is that I've said from the beginning is please educate yourself. In terms I know people who are listening tend to do that anyway, and we have a lot of um information flying around um but it's just please educate yourself in terms of of what's going on and what what you know what they've said is that they have to i think um I think it was either it's in it's about this month that they the f d a have asked for the vaccine manufacturers Pfizer Moderna to actually say now that the Pfizer vaccine is bec- it's no longer emergency use it's actually being it's been approved in America so what they're saying now it's an approved drug they have to list the ingredients in America they have to list ingredients of even food so you know they have to list the ingredients because and that's one of the things that a lot of health Um, advocates a lot of people have been waiting for they've been waiting to find it because up until now because it was an emergency use drug we couldn't actually find out what the actual ingredients were now they've been because it's approved they have to by law say what is in the vaccine so now this is what people have been waiting for the reason why is because a lot of adverse reactions that have taken place it's like anything if you don't know what's in something you can't counteract it so what you're finding is you've got all these adverse reactions, but but we, up until now, didn't know what was in it. So you can't counteract something that you don't know what the reaction is from. So they're saying as soon as they know what the what the ingredients are, they can now counteract it properly because they can see what may have po- possibly caused the reaction in the first place. So it's, it's a positive thing um, that these things are taking place because up until now, I think what's happened is when people have had these adverse reactions You've got someone in a hospital, you don't know what they've reacted to. So therefore, it's, you know, really and truly, you can't actually treat them properly because you don't know what the reaction's from. So you're kind of going, thinking possibly it's this, that or the other. So it's a positive thing that this is taking place because I'm about solutions, because I'm looking and I'm thinking, you know, these things are, they're putting them into practice, whether we like them or not. Um, And as I said, we've got to prepare ourselves for the fact that we may have to take it. We met and I said to someone, if you, your workplace said to you that you had to take the vaccine or you lose your job, what would you do? What would you do? Some people are saying they would leave, but then they're going to other places, which eventually probably will have the same regulations. Now, down the line, what do we do as a people? if If it gets to the point, we stand as long as we possibly can and pray for God's intervention, that the truth is revealed. That's what we do until the time. But then, what if it comes to a point where you have to take the vaccine? Otherwise, you can't work, you can't feed your family. And we remember, we was, used to speak about things well, like this well in terms of int- int- it wasn't the vaccine, but it was in terms of just end times.
0: Yeah, I mean, th- it's a very interesting, interesting point. Um, for those who um, listen to Revelation Hour, we've done a, a whole series on the seven latest to the mm. seven churches. And one aspect of one of the church one of the latest in one of the churches was the fact that the condition the Christians were living in, in that sense, in order for them to work, they needed to join a trade union. Mm. Now, it seemed like, well, it's just a trade union. No, this type of trade union were uh, really a trade union where they were engaging in sexual immorality, sexual sin, orgies, and mm. sexual, I mean, everything. Child sacrifice. Yeah, child sacrifice and so on. So in order for them to be able to work, in that place in order to work in the city they needed to join that kind of trade union in that sense and many christians were faced with a dilemma in that sense and many christians decided not to join it because obviously it goes against what they believe and i think that what Mars is trying to say she's not trying to say we will have to take it what she's trying to say is that it will put us in a position when we're gonna have to make a decision and i think that what well, we gotta understand it's a very critical time at the moment in that sense because again, you know, we are looking at precursors of a very antichrist system. But the interesting thing is that our brother and sister in Christ, they went through as well in the same way. Daniel went through. Daniel went through, he was actually put in a line den in that sense. You know, uh, his friends were put in a fire, you furnace. know, the furnace. Uh, we are many Christians, we didn't have the the, the, the great escape of those, those four guys, you know. So many of them have suffered and died as a result of those type of persecution. But we will be confronted, and it's right. Those are the questions that I cannot answer for you. And it's a question that you definitely cannot answer for me. This going to mm-hmm. have to be your own personal decision based on what you believe or what you trust or what you think is the right thing to do in but a particular also time.
1: I think what yeah. is the Holy Spirit is saying, I think this time we were talking about this um, with a few friends and they were saying they said this from the beginning of COVID. Yes. They said that this is not a season where you make choices and decisions yes. without being led of the Holy Spirit.
0: I completely agree with that. But I think the things that the reality is that the Holy Spirit will always be there to help us making the right decision. Mm. However, decisions are made out of emotion. Decisions are made sometimes of the current situation, circumstances. So you will find that many Christians may not listen to the Holy Spirit. And for me, this is the real problem that we are facing at the moment. And the question, as you said, is will you be listening to the holy spirit when it comes to that point or not Mm -hmm. and that is really what we need to begin to look into because those are real issues you know and things that don't think we need to brush them aside as merely things that just come through and just a prayer will save the day i don't believe that i believe that we need to listen to what god is doing in His season in this world and how the world is changing and understanding that the season that we are now entering is dark season. Mm. And that season Very will dark. unfortunately darken, you mm. know, darken until Jesus' return. But during that darkened season, there's always a rainbow, you know. There's always mm. God. We always protect His people mm. as long as we trust Him. And sometimes trusting Him may require make um, decisions that are unpopular in that sense. So when it comes to this vaccination and mandate and passport and, and so on, we are seeing what's taking place. But what God wants to see is a response from us. First of all, through our prayers, he wants a response for us as well through our trust in him. You know the Bible is clearly clear, clear in Hebrew eleven, he said. He said, but without faith it is impossible to please him. You know. So that that aspect of faith is gonna begin to play a major part in as, as as believers in that sense. So when we're looking at what's happened in 2020, there's quite a lot of things that's been taking place, a lot of changes, you know, but we're not even finished yet because the next session that we want to talk about is this, the Afghanistan crisis. That is something that I think for many of us it's kind of came out of the blue, Shocking, but I think yeah. it <coughs> was something that was already brewing mm. uh, over the last couple of years, and I know we wanted to do a special topic on Afghanistan, but I just feel just to give us a little bit of uh, intro and maybe we will try to dip dip deeply into what exactly happened. Because most people just woke up one morning looking on the TV, people rushing to Kabul airport trying to get out of of Afghanistan and thinking, what's going on there? And that was based on a declaration of Biden saying that we are coming out. Mm-hmm. You know. mm-hmm. Now, we've got to understand exactly what is taking place there and potentially the repercussion in, in, that, in that sense, which is very interesting. So, to give you an, a nutshell here, in August 1521, and that was just under 20 years, mm-hmm. um, there was an American-led coalition. They ended Taliban rule in Afghanistan. Yeah, And uh, Taliban be revitalized, to Kabul part, and they are now ruling the country. Now, what we need to understand is that they then started now. They started when the Twin Towers were blown up by the so-called Osama, um, um, Osama, yeah, bin, Laden. Osama bin Laden as well. From the moment... Um, Bush declared war and he went to Iraq to try to find it and then end up going in Afghanistan because what was happening in Af- Afghanistan, the Taliban were protecting Osama Bin Laden. They were hiding him. So this is where they ended up in Afghanistan in a war. And they ended up from 2000, you know, it's been 20 years. It's been 20 years that they were there. So... When they went to Afghanistan, they toppled the Taliban that was ruling. Taliban came back into power in 1996. So they toppled the Taliban in that time that was ruling Afghanistan. And they're now implementing a different type of government. They're trying to regulate Afghanistan in that sense. But what's been happening is Afghanistan has always been a place that countries have been trying to infiltrate and to impose a new system, but it never worked. They never able to achieve worked in that sense, but what Americans did, they came, they removed the Taliban, and instead, instead of, instead, of to listen to the local organization, how to basically reorganize this country, they just came in and they are trying to establish it, trying to establish it where they thought was right in that sense. But the problem that was there is when they went to Afghanistan they went to remove Osama Bin Laden. That was their primary objective and to remove the Taliban. But it was done so quickly that they came now, they removed the Taliban that was governed. So there's no government. So they kind of faced the thinking, so what do we do now? So this is why they're trying to implement the system. But they knew deep down that they were never going to stay as long as possible. So they were faced with to be in a country that they didn't really want to be there. They were forced to be uh, ruling in a country that didn't have really want to rule in the first place. Because, to be honest, what's Afghanistan has to offer to Americans? Not much. That is the bottom line as well. So, there's been things has been brooming, you know. The successive president that I came into power has been trying to regulate and having problems. And then... Um, Donald Trump came into power and he beginning to starting the removal of um, US military and also US business and infrastructure into this. You know, so that's what's been happening in that sense. And then Biden just sent just the last straw. That was the last straw when he decided to say, okay, we're not coming out of it we are removing, and it was very done in a sudden, the hasty things in nonsense. As soon as um, Biden mentioned that they were coming out of Afghanistan, that was the time for Taliban to basically try to come back, because they were removing and they thought, basically, that by removing the actual government, uh, Afghanistan government would be able to take over without any problem and just rule by their own, because what was happening during those 20 years, Americans was ruling alongside the Afghanistan government in that sense. But when Americans decided to come out of it, they were hoping that the Afghanistan government would be ruling themselves. So it's, it's like when you have a child and, and and the child is growing up and you say, okay, nah, you now you're looking after yourself, you're paying your own bill, you're looking after you, and we're just backing off now. But what they did not realize is the Taliban during that time beginning to look into the local people and they're beginning to not entice the local people and let them know that we are going to take over this government. You are either with us or you're out. And what's been happening, the local government, the local people has been now gearing Organizing. up and galvanizing with the Taliban. And this is why it was so quick. So when the Americans decided that they were coming out, panic, because you now the Taliban has grown. They already took other cities, and now they were actually going into the men. And then, when the president saw that, what did he do? He fled. And that was it. So, there was nowhere, no time of preparation. They have to get the people out as soon as possible. So, some of the Afghanistan people with passport, with money, they were able to get out very quickly. And then the panic started rising up because many people wanted to come out because they understood if the Taliban's coming into power, then they probably would bring what they call the Sharia law as well. Mm. Women not be able to work. Because you got to realize now, the Afghanistan were living under the uh, influence of American, which means that. Liberal. Liberal. You know, and that was the real problem in that sense. So that's what was taking place. And this is why it's created such a, a crisis because now people were running away from their countries. And this crisis is bigger than we think because. The Syrian country from f- like mm-hmm. Iran and Pakistan as well, and eventually they won't be able to take all those people. You know, I know uh, England pledged to take some people, and some Europe pledged to, pledge to take some people, but there is a big issue. And then on the other side of it, you've got China and mm-hmm. Russia who say, you know, we shouldn't be able to try to impose our ways into the, the, the Taliban. You know, the Taliban is not in power, they're ruling the way that they want to rule this country, and we're supporting them.
1: Yeah,
0: so now we now what happened is people are blaming Biden for, for doing this. But it's not Biden. In the first place, it's been a succession of, of leaders that have come through it, But Biden, what he did, he started with he started with Trump who decided that we are now retreating. But Biden made the last straw. He actually literally done it in a way that I think he shouldn't be doing. It should be a kind of transitional period. But he didn't do it this way. He said, okay, we're coming out. So as soon as you say somebody, you're coming out. Somebody said, "Okay, we're ready. When we're coming in." In that because the Afghan, the Afghanistan um, government wasn't wasn't strong enough anyway to be able to, to 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 govern on their own. I mean, look at the president; he fled.
1: But it's interesting you say that because mm. what someone said was, and it's interesting, um, an interesting point mm. with Afghanistan was that they've had twenty years to galvanize. they've had right. Twenty years to grow. So a exactly. of thi- a lot of the the people who witnessed what took place in Afghanistan 20 years ago were young children. That's right. And normally when you actually watch these films or you watch all these things, young children remember the the things that took place in a completely different way. Mm. And it forms and shapes their hearts and Shab their direction. Their it shapes system. their belief systems. That's right, absolutely. It shapes a lot of things. So some of these children may have gone off, been educated in completely different ways, raised in a different way because their whole life Is about then focused on taking back their country that's right Um, so they're quite young leaders now the Taliban Mm -hmm. Um, so they're very clear about the direction educated Mm -hmm. No, some of them have probably gone off and come back to the country to lead Mm -hmm. so it's very different as you say Sharia laws coming in but the thing with China (laughs) that for me I said I looked at the surrounding countries of Afghanistan you look where Russia is Mm -hmm. and you look at the location proximity of of russia and china yeah um and then you look at where afghanistan is Mm -hmm. um but also you look at what you say afghanistan what does it have to offer it has Mm -hmm. quite a lot to Mm -hmm. offer um and the thing is china have been in there straight away Mm -hmm. saying okay we can help to rebuild your country Mm -hmm. and and the taliban leaders have formed alliances with china already Mm -hmm. saying that yes china America didn't help us to, to rebuild our country, mm-hmm. but China have offered to put infrastructure in place. So they will rebuild mm-hmm. the roads. They mm-hmm. will do all of that. Mm-hmm. But what will they take in return? They will take mm-hmm. all the lithium for mm-hmm. mobile phones. They will take the iron. They will take all the things that the... Because when China goes into a country, they normally mm-hmm. go because there are minerals or there are things that that country has that they want. Mm-hmm. But they do not want to rule. They mm-hmm. just want to go in. They make deals, take out what they need to take, they don't. Well, go we in saw, there we at all. saw
0: that with China before as well. It's the element doing the of, of, of economic strategy as well. But uh, I think also you've got to realize there's also an element of, of geopolitically. Geopolitil- it's, yeah. it's a very Afghanistan's very, very, very uh, predominant position here yes. as well. Yeah. And the fact that you have Russia and you have uh, China that recognize now the region of the Taliban, this is a big thing. It's and, huge. Yeah. And at the moment, you don't want to go to war with russia you don't want to go to, to war with china, with china. Yeah. and so we we're having again this the same kind of conflict that we talked about in terms of yep. the, f- the superpowers and yep. and that again that just entices and afghanistan is just part of this mm. big puzzle mm-hmm. it's part of this, this big plan of, yeah. of world domination That's because right. What we are experiencing now, we experienced it before, but now we're experiencing now in a greater scale. But what is done? This, 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 um, this, this kind of dominance and 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 conflict for for um, world dominance. It's not not only from a military perspective; it's mm. economical, it's yeah. social, yeah. it's is political. It's political. Yeah. So now you see such a greater uh, aspect of of that world dominance, which is actually more scary than it was before. It's in extremely. In said, and the thing is,
1: when we look n- at things like war, we we've got to. You, if you look at the coalitions that are taking place, mm-hmm. people are are readying themselves. You know, these co- coalitions like AUKAS, you know, between Australia, UK and and US, all these different things that are taking place, quad as well. So people are co- forming coalitions. When people are forming coalitions, it's because they think <laughs> that their countries need to in order to protect themselves or in order, it, whether that's financially, whether that's from a military perspective. There are things, there is a lot of movement taking place it's not just COVID. Mm. <laughs> there's a lot of things taking place. There's so many things taking place. Mm. And then the other thing is the whole thing of the America blaming China for COVID and all of these things. So there's a whole... Y- there's a lot of things taking place mm. in terms of that. So there's been a lot of upset um, from the from from China's perspective um, and then the coalition with Australia. They're very upset about that. You know, mm. so... It's just and then France are very upset, <laughs> you know, so it's just like there's a lot of things going on mm. um, in terms of these things. So it, it's, it's a lot to watch at the moment, but we need to keep our eyes on it very, mm. very, very clearly.
0: So this is why we talked about Afghanistan in in an nutshell. Yeah. So let's go back to the UK now. The other thing, which is now doing great the news at the moment, great news, major um, <laughs> news for everyone yes. here. Um, don't know if you're gonna out and see what's taking place at the moment, but again, those some things are just not arrived. This is something that has been in, in, the, making. in the making for a while because of of, of decisions and, and and other other element. Obviously, pandemic has played as well again, but this is you know when th- what's been happening. The, the UK economy basically has been disrupted, but some of the several factor is labor shortage, new immigration rule. And the lensing effect of the pandemic. I mean, we've got to understand that, you know. And that's when the Brexit took place, people did not expect this. And we didn't really see the the effect of it because it took, because even the Brexit was taking place, it was still taking about a couple of years before we begin to see the real effect of what's taking place. But what happened is, because of those new immigration rules, because of uh, stopping the the the, the 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 freedom of of movements, you know, between your Euro- between the UK and the rest of European country, what you find out now is a lot of, and uh, people are now beginning to realize mm. that a lot of the workforce were made for foreigners from okay. Europe, and so shortage in drivers shortage in people picking fruits when we were talking with Mars yesterday in the sense that now they have to to burn a lot of the crops because there's not enough people to pick up as a matter of fact on the daily mail yesterday I was reading that they were actually looking to offer up to 30 pound an hour just to pick up fruits because there's no one to do it. Because of the new immigration law system, because of the Brexit, it has created such a problem in that sense. Now, the other thing as well, is said there is an estimated to be a shortfall of around 100,000 lorry drivers and soaring energy costs. And those really rise the cost of food, the production of food and logistics. So food, logistics and any other aspects of it has been extremely affected uh, by what we call shortage of supply. So, going back to this, let's find out what's the cause of it. We mentioned it, labors, immigration law rule, effect of the pandemic, and Brexit. Those are the main reason why UK is going through crisis. And then the government will tell you, it's all, all fine. okay. It's all fine. It's all <laughs> it's fine. fine. But they've been set up for months. Yeah. And companies, for years, for years, for years. companies yes. have been warning them mm-hmm. that we need to sort put these things, things out yep. because if we don't, we are going to that's have problems. Right. That's right. And governments are lobbying against it pretty much to let the government not to put measures in place mm-hmm. because that was going to happen. But they did not listen. And then we have also the world's um, natural gas in Europe that's gone up because... Obviously, what people don't realize is a lot of the gas, the lot of the things come from Europe. So this kind of element, you know, I think there was an element where they were fr- they, they called it fracking, 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 fracking. Fracking. Do you know why they were fracking? Mm-hmm. Because they realized that they needed to produce their own mm-hmm. gas. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the supply comes from Europe. Mm. And now with the Brexit and because the gas prices rise so much and that is creating a strain, mm. a strain everywhere. Now, the interesting thing when we look back into this now is that the gas this year are increased by 250%. Can you imagine that? And 70% since August. And that's due to the lack of carbon dioxide, CO2. So, because the price has gone up, you saw on the news last week or last month a lot of the company, energy company, completely folding. And you're thinking, what is going on there? Now, many of us may not know those companies, but millions of people are using those companies for their gas in that sense. PFF energy, money plus energy, utility point. Have you heard any of those squad? No, so
1: they're the small guys. They so small guys, the thing people's is not energy, be able to last green, average energy. So yeah. They
0: were never going to last. Mm-hmm. And there's more that's folding in, in that sense. You know. But the interesting thing is understanding carbon dioxide, you know, shortage and why? That's used you know, for everything, especially when it comes to the food supply. So I found some article here that I was studying looking into this, trying to understand about where it is used. For example, they use for food, especially meat production, and it's also used to stun animal prior to slaughter. And, and that's it's, why they've been and saying, they saying the there's packaging. gonna be a shortage of that's meat. right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So the thing that's taking place, they said the CO two is also injected into the packaging of some perishable food, including meat and salad, to prevent the growth of bacteria and can prolong the shelf mm-hmm. life of products such as beef for around five days.
1: Okay. So that's what they're doing. So that, that explains it.
0: Yeah. So this is why people are beginning to see shortage in poultry, pork, bakery product in that sense. You know, bakery is it powder? Baking powder. Dioxide powder, powder yeah. yeah. All the stuff they're for UK. Sometimes you go in
1: the shops now, there won't be as much bread. That's There'll right. be no bread That's at right, all. That's right, because yeah, they're using bread, all this. Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. you know.
0: So, the food-grade CO2 is used for under the product. So, Britain is facing shortage in package, packages meat, including poultry and pork. Packages fresh food and baked goods. Package baby food, crisp, pet food, Beer and wine and carbonate water and soft drink.
1: Okay. That's good because it's all the things that are not good for you. Anyway. Well, <laughs> I thought you were
0: going to say that in, yeah, in that sense. You know me. It's just like yeah. I'm
1: looking and am going, okay, that's good. Yeah. yeah, All these things, they're not but, uh, good for you. But f- you think
0: about <laughs> in September going on October and people thinking about Christmas and all that stuff. Yeah. And that is created. And as you saw, because of the lack of this, people are creating something else. But the other aspect of it, that food supply... Um lorry drivers we know paid food bikes, you mm. know beers, cars, electronics, construction material those things are part of what we're doing every day, so electronics construction material for buildings and everything so if these things are affect it's affect the whole society and then it's beginning to cripple knock the economy on effect. and not going affect on, on yeah. the u k so it's not only about the food that's missing, it's also electronics and construction material, which is a very 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 key thing.
1: And that's why we've seen a price an increase in price in electronics. Absolutely,
0: as well. are we heading to one another panic buy? Oh yes, I think so. We saw we? that, yeah, isn't it?
1: Well, the thing is, it's interesting because some yesterday we went, we just were driving past, we had to go to Asda. so we went to Asda and Jean-Marc was like, oh yeah, they've been mentioned about the petrol, and I said, yeah, but I'll go and get some um, later, and the main one of the main petrol stations in our area is is as Asda has a petrol station. And it's normally, they're always o- open. Always oh, 24 hours. 24 hours, always open. It was three o'clock in the afternoon. Closed. It had a sign closed. Three o'clock in the afternoon. And I said to him, mm. he said, ah, I'm going to get in the night. I said, you'll probably go to these stations. They'll be closed, They'll be closed. at closed. night. And yeah, that's exactly um, what and happened. And then a prayer this morning. Someone said they were out running. And uh, this morning, early this morning, and the queue at the petrol stations, she wanted to take a picture of it and send it. To her mother-in-law in in Africa, and say, "This is what happens in Africa, not here." But I said, "Isn't that interesting? We think these things happen in third-world countries; they could never happen in England." Mm. But we always remind ourselves, don't we? We're an an island. We get everything important. I keep saying that. So many things that. Everything is important, which you will. A lot of things are important.
0: You will face those problems. So, so what we are doing, uh, you know, and and it's it's different from the toilet kind of panic buy. Toilet toilet from panic buy. Very, very different Mm. from it. You know, this is a real shortage. And those shortage is been engineered by what's taking place in Europe and by the fact that now we are truly Brexit. England yeah. is on its own. And really that calls to England to now looking for trade's relationship and trade's union elsewhere, well, which goes to the next crisis, which is the AUKUS alliance or the alliance between the state, Australia, and England. Mm. Now, many, some of you did not hear about what's taking place. But basically, I just found a timeline, very interesting timeline here. In April 2016, France was selected as a preferred buyer to build a conventional submarine for the Royal Australian Navy. Mm. And we're talking about $50 billion billion, here. Yeah, and they see of the competition from the Japanese and mm-hmm. from the German. So you can imagine the French people said, This is a great deal, you know. And that was in 2016, you know. And basically, they were going to. Um, you know the, the 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 company that's doing is called Naval Group, and they agreed to build twelve short shortfin barracuda submarines and help maintain them over a 50th period. fifty period. period, so that's that a lot a of lot, income. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of income and it's a lot of period. and mm. that was going to over create jobs, jobs as yeah. well, and uh, mm. and uh, and stability, that and, stability and that will they for they the come country. Come you move. know, mm. for Australia, they're thinking this is great. You know, we've got to create this, and that's going to create jobs, opportunity, and so on. And France for thinking. France. This is a lot of money. It's mm. good, you know, go nice in our pockets. However, three years later, there's been long delay. They finally signed the the, the strict strategy partnership agreement with Australia for delivery of submarine. Now, the negotiation was over the ownership of technology and the shape of the industry partnership, and they were only resolved when. Macron and, and Scott Morrison have to talk about this. So there's so many. So they have to they have, have the head of state to intervene in this deal for this to basically begin to put in place. Yeah. And I think from an Australian perspective, they probably believe that three years is, is a long time. They agreed in 2016 that they're going to do something, and three years later, still things hasn't been done. Nothing has been signed yet. Nothing has been organized. So there's been a long delay, a lot of conflict that's taking place. I know for fact that when you were too long for a deal to take place, something tech come into place. And what's taking place? In October 2019, Australia begin to realize this different strategy and they're looking, why? Because of the rise of the East, the rise of China. Mm. And that's changed. And I think the rise of China has been so dramatic and so swift swift, that it's basically changed the the geopolitical structure of what's taking place in the world. And this is why now we are seeing an American that was number one everywhere. They're the number one people. And then you got China that suddenly, back mm-hmm. in two thousand nineteen, they rise them and I think the pandemic has really kind of propelled this even yeah. harder. I mean, we spoke two thousand nineteen about the trade war; we looked into it, mm. but that's what was taking place. Mm. So, because of the change the the, the, uh, political change, the economical change as well, and also the geopolitical change in terms of military accessibility and military capability of Mm. China and and North Korea as well. We can't forget North Korea as well in that sense. Then Australia has to reassess. Mm. They have to reassess, you know, how they're going to do it. And this is what they did. So, what really prepared them to change their mind is the fact that in January 2021, Chinese military aircraft simulated missile attacks on US aircraft carrier during an incursion into Taiwan air defense zone, according to intelligence from the US and its allies. So, those are the things that we're well. aware of. Those are the things that taking place regularly when countries are testing their military capability mm. and they simulate, Russia, does a, lot, Russia yeah. does, does, does a lot, especially in, uh, around the UK, mm. simulating the, 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 the military prowess as well mm. to be able to see whether they be able to sustain a war
1: mm.
0: or sustain an attack on invasion and so on. And eventually, in September 21, Australia cancelled the deal with Never Group and they said they will instead procure at least eight nuclear power submarines as part of a pact with UK and US.
1: But what in this, what we have to realize, as you said, it's to do with the intelligence and also the plans for those submarines. Absolutely. So what America have done is they've released their plans. They said it's the first time since the First World War that they've actually did that with the UK in the First mm-hmm. World War. They shared their intelligence and their plans and things. Um, they haven't done it since the First World War. Mm-hmm. So they've done that now. It's happening. And they've done it with Australia. Now, that shows us, for them to actually be sharing their plans, the, fir- the, the last time they did it was the First World War. Yeah. So mm. they're obviously expecting something.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, th- one of the main things that they're doing is really, as I said, is the, st- the change of strategy mm. to really stop China's rising military. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's afraid of China let yeah, me tell you something are, are. everybody is afraid yeah. of China right yeah. China yeah. and Russia mm. very afraid but when you look in Armageddon and you know, the book of Revelation and, and book of the, uh, the book of Ezekiel as well, mm. the king of the east and the north, they are referred to China and Russia. Russia yeah. And eventually at the end, when Jesus returns and the battle market takes place, it would be the Antichrist rising war against China and Russia mm-hmm. for world dominance. Mm-hmm. But now we, we are seeing, we are not already seeing the rise of China. And that's why it was important for us to talk about it, mm. but the other thing as well, you got to realize, UK and US are very predicament situation. The UK mm. came out of Brexit, so yeah. all those threats that they were they were telling people that they're going to, it's not the really going deals. according no. to plan. No. What they planned that they will do is not really according to plan. So they have to ally. The, they didn't even try to ally the same with the US and even Biden at the moment, or Biden as you call him, mm-hmm. you know. It's not really too keen on a proper trade deal. As a matter of fact, there was an article I was reading that they said that the trade deal that he's offering to UK is similar to the trade that is They'll offering to Mexico, which is actually not very great in that sense. But and it it's d- not really what simil- the UK
1: it wanted. it be to. similar to what Trump probably yeah. was offering as well. And this is why they didn't take it. Theresa yeah. May, when she was there, she literally came back, went to America, came back empty-handed. So we, we've got to remember, Britain is in no position to negotiate with people at the moment at the moment and the thing is people know that around the world Mm -hmm. but also what we've got to remember is the the u.s are in in they're in a real predicament at the moment remember what they're doing in america at the moment they've asked to to actually increase their debt ceiling Mm -hmm. you know and there have been lots of things going on between the Republicans and the Democrats yeah, um, because of that. So they're not really in position No, either. they're not.
0: And they're weaker. They're becoming weaker. And, and, then, and, and China sees the weaknesses sees, of
1: the countries. You see?
0: So when you think about it, you look in a free country that are weak at the moment mm. and they basically decided to come together. Yeah. And the thing is US need allies that they feel will be strong and help them to get stronger. Mm. And they don't see Europe right now as a strong force. That's mm. the other thing that we've got to realize. Mm. And because, as I mentioned it, Europe at the moment going through the whole internal and the whole babies at the moment. Mm. you know. So, what we've got to realize is is that this is internal. Mm. This is now brewing. But we are seeing the blocks being formed. Mm. You know, the things that we spoke about, the 10, 12, 11 block from the Club of Rome, we are now mm. seeing those blocks being formed in that sense. Mm. And this is US, UK, Australia, Alliance, in terms of submarine is basically to be able to control what's taking place in the yeah. Pacific against the China. Pacific, yeah. mm-hmm. Now, for France, it's a big thing, you know, because they lost a lot of money yeah. and he wasn't happy at That's all. That's right. Obviously, he just got his diplomat, closed some of his uh, embassies as well. Yeah, removed them. Now, very and guys, a few days, he realized that, so he had a conversation with Macron and tell him, you know, I don't think that was done the the right way, so we apologize. Gotta apologize, mm-hmm. gotta mm-hmm. soften the blow. So mm-hmm. it's gonna take a while for trust to be rebuilt between That's this they country. Say. They said the trust is yeah, not there now. It's not because of what happened, because mm-hmm. France feel that they've been basically, sta- stabbing, them, stabbed in them back, in back, stabbing yep, the back, stabbing the back in essence. Yep. Yeah. And so it is a very interesting. There's a lot going on. Yeah. (laughs) So those from that element is something that we will need to watch and see over the next few months as things develop. But this is in conclusion what it is. So, to be honest, 2021 has been a very eventful year, and there's So so far, and it's been so many things that now we are now seeing it been birth in that sense you mm. know we've seen uh, a really uh increase in 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 vaccines mandate and and also in vaccines passport mm. we've seen the, the 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 shortage now we've seen the full effect of the brexit now mm. so really that we remember
1: we spoke y- about the wave so we said the yeah. health we said the financial as mm-hmm. well yeah so this is the next wave yeah this is the next one <laughs> but but we'll remember known. the waves they don't separate mm. it's like one on top of the other so we will feel that it's quite intense at times because you're still going to have the thing going on about vaccines. But then introduced into that, you're going to have these things in terms of the financial crisis. Mm. Um, remember as well, furlough ends soon. Yeah, You know, we're looking in terms of, it looks as though the housing market was buoyant and booming, but remember it was because of stamp duty. So that kind of deflates all, all things. So we're going to see in, coming into 2022, we're going to see a very different, kind of landscape mm. so what we're saying is is really let's prepare ourselves hold tight <laughs> to the vision hold tight to the word and really prepare mm. ourselves in the spirit and keep our eyes fixed on jesus
0: mm. that's a that's a good thing thank you Mars. why don't we um why don't we pray why mm. don't we pray into this um yeah let's pray into this
1: mm. father we just really thank you so much for your revelation my goodness so much You know, when you go over it and you begin to speak and look at things, and there are things that we haven't even spoken about in all of this as well, but the main things we've touched upon. So, Father, we just pray that for each and every single person as they listen to this, we just pray that for your peace. We pray for your peace that surpasses understanding, Father, that will continue to guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. We pray for hope as well. We pray that our hope will continue to be in you. That as Sean Mark mentioned from Hebrews 1 is that, you know, that without faith, it's impossible to please you. So let us look to please you. Let us look to please you, Lord. So continue to have faith in you, faith in your promises, faith in your word, faith that we can trust you, faith that as we continue to look to you, that you will continue to. Help us to get through these this time and the time to come. Father, we pray that we'll be set steadfast and we'll continue to look into your word, continue to focus on you, continue to, to seek after you. Your word so that we have to seek you whilst you can be found. Let us be those types of people who do that. Father, we just pray that you will continue to have your way in all of this, which we know you will. Let us yield to you, be obedient to you, walking truly in. In obedience to you, Father, knowing that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think according to the power that works in us. Father, we commit everyone into your hands, ourselves, our families. Father, all of our loved ones, Father, we say, cover us with the blood of Jesus. Cover us all with the blood of Jesus. Form hedges of fire around us, but let us continue to walk boldly obediently trusting faithfully disciplined doing that which you've called for us to do father we pray this in jesus name amen
0: amen amen again thank you again guys for joining us this morning and uh as i said here if you want to have access to our website it's www.revelationhour.co.uk as you can see here on the screen is there's, there's a lot of different thing you can see our shows contact watch now and our latest podcast uh as well, um, I think this is it now.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, we done. Think so, yeah. Again, contact us. Facebook available on Facebook, Twitter, um, <laughs> you know, email. I've been saying you know Instagram. We don't have Instagram, but we will try to get Instagram as well, in that sense. But yeah, thank you. Okay. Wait, what should I say? I completely forgot what I need to say after that. See you next week. See you next week. Same (laughs) place, same time. Ciao, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.